The following audio is from The House in Rogers, Arkansas. More information about The House Church can be found at www.welcometothehouse.com. Excited about Mother's Day, talking about Mother's Day. I'll just tell you, uh, motherhood is undoubtedly one of the most complex um, callings in life. And I'll just tell you, a poll among women revealed that um, overwhelmingly they agreed that raising children properly requires as much intelligence and drive as holding a top position in a business or in government. You know, we acknowledge moms here today and we just want to say thank you for the long nights, the early mornings, the last minute trips to the store, come on. Uh, the, the, the hours of kids being sick and the endless task, the endless jobs that are never done. Um, we appreciate you and we honor you. And, and come on, one more time, let's just show some honor to our moms in this place. Y'all, y'all give them some love. You know, for us, and I'll just, I'll just tell you, it, we want to be a church that honors the, the, not just the tradition, but we want to honor the institution of motherhood and understand its place in our lives. Uh, good, bad, or indifferent, you know, our, 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 our culture has a problem with terminology, and I'm, I'm not getting into messy stuff. I'm just saying that if we don't, as Christians, understand that, okay, God set this up, and, and, and you know, if you're an unbeliever here today, um, I'm not trying to um, be divisive, but I, the church is called to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. That's what we're called to do. So people who come, we're trying to train them and, and, and encourage them to live a godly life, to, to, to help them raise their kids. And we believe that our kids as fathers, as mothers, that we parent them not based on so, what society says, but we try to parent them as close as we can to the word. And we realize that some things uh, are based on interpretation, but we try to, okay, what is God's thoughts towards his children? What is God's thoughts towards um, how we're to conduct our life and our, um, our role as a mom? And just real quick before we start, I found a couple cards that I thought were interesting. And so, um, so if you haven't gotten your Mother's Day card yet, come on, we're going to show you some love. Um, thanks for being a great mom through my 30-year awkward phase. Come on, it, it, uh, uh, if you haven't received a card, I just found a couple cards that I thought were cool. For enduring the blood-curdling torture of my adolescent years, I promise to always keep your electronics functional. <laughs> Come on, maybe you need to send that to your mom. You want to just show her a little love. Um, uh, what about, I love how we don't even need to say out loud that I am your favorite child. You, if you have children, you've got one of those that they just know who it really is. Um, in honor of Mother's Day, I'm going to try to do a few things today without your help. Uh, you know, just wanted to give you just a few uh, Mother's Day. Is that the last one? Okay, we got one more. Uh, may the only person pressing your buttons this Mother's Day be a trained masseuse. 
Um, so we just want to make sure you've got a Mother's Day card, and so we just got those for you. <laughs> uh, little e-card stuff. But I'll tell you the truth. Uh, being a mother is, and, 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 I, and I, I'm very close, I observe this on a daily basis, is a great responsibility. And the truth is we've all been affected by our moms. And today I want to bring some thoughts to our perspective on motherhood and how we're to process those thoughts. You know, it's hard talking about special days in our society because if you talk about Mother's Day or Father's Day, you talk about these different days, people always automatically go through their background. And so if you're going to talk about how awesome fathers are, but maybe I didn't know mine. You're going to talk about how awesome mothers are, but I didn't have one. And so in a group of people trying to dial in and come to some point of agreement, because the Bible says that you can't walk together unless you agree. That's just how it is. And so as we're starting to talk to this um, concept of motherhood, um, some in this room had great moms. Some didn't even know their moms. Others, um, let's just say the relationship with your mom is strained. Um, maybe you're here and you have a desire to have or adopt a child and you see in your future one day you're gonna be a mom. The truth is there are no perfect mothers, fathers, sons or daughters. Romans 3.23 says, for all of us have fallen short of the glory of God. And if we were to look at this, what does it mean that we've fallen short? That means that sometimes in our relationships, we fall short. And we have to battle with moments of imperfection. And I'll just tell you this, it's hard to deal with any authorities in your life that weren't perfect. It's hard to deal with it because as people, we want to focus a lot of times on emotions more than facts. And if we do think of facts, usually it's in a critical light and we try to take some of the things that weren't done. But as we look at this and what I want to talk about today is I've got two plans for what we're going to talk about today. And, and what I want to talk about is honoring the gift of motherhood. The first one is I, I want to talk about the gift of honoring uh, uh, motherhood, and if we look in Romans chapter 13, verse 7, it says this, Render therefore due taxes to whom taxes are due, custom to whom customs are due, fear to whom fear is due, and honor to whom honor is due. Now honor means esteem, respect, to pay homage, to, to, to assess some value towards God validated the role of motherhood by sending an angel to speak to Mary. Can you think about this? In Luke chapter 1, verse 28, it says, Have, And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Look at this. But when she saw him, she was troubled at the saying, and considered what manner the greeting was. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and his name shall be called Jesus. In verse, if you go down to 43, it says, But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As we start to talk a little bit about the role of moms and that honor that place of honor. I think the first thing that we talk about 
is why do we honor the role of motherhood? Why do we honor that role? And, and I think that it's very clear as we look through Scripture, God brought Jesus to a, a, a traditional mother and father. And I already know if I say the word traditional, because we have traditional and blended and single, and, and, and I was raised by a single mom. I was adopted from a foster home. So, so I am coming not in a... a someone who's judging or accusing, I'm just saying that there is a need for both mother and father. There's a need for that. Now, does that mean that if you're a single dad working two jobs, that God doesn't give you grace? Absolutely, He gives you grace. If you're a mom, man, just trying to make it, and you know, the, the, you never planned, absolutely God gives you grace. Absolutely He does. And you're going to get no judgment here. But I'm just saying that in this culture, we need to see that God valued both a mom and a dad, and he was going to send his son to be raised by other people. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. I mean, I have four kids, and I'm, I, I like y'all. I, I, I know some of y'all, but you can't have my child. <laughs> Just be straight. You can't have my child. You can't. I'm not. They're not coming to your house. I mean, they may come visit, but I mean, you're not going to step into the position of dad or mom because I mean, I kind of want to do that. We kind of like that. I like our kids. You know what I'm saying? And so the the thing is for God to say, Mary, I'm going to choose you for the son, my son, the the savior of the world to come through you. You obviously are not going to damage them. I mean, Jesus' ministry, if you know anything about Jesus, his ministry didn't start till 30. That's a lot of years of influence. You know what I'm saying? Was God like, okay, is mom going to be crazy? Is, is Mary going to be, you know, how, how is Mary going to raise up this son of God? How is Mary going to raise up Jesus? And God felt pretty confident giving Jesus to a mom. I think that's a pretty good perspective for us. Why do we honor the role of motherhood? It's a position that God set up. God brought Jesus to Mary so that Jesus could be mothered. Listen, as we start to think about this, many times we start talking about families and there's so many different stories that we could talk about and as, the heart, as my heart for us, you know, is to teach that God has a purpose for family. And, and, and it's almost like you have to step really lightly in this disconnected generation because we almost don't know how to do family. You know, it's hard for us to figure out how to wrap our mind around family. And, and for God to give Mary the gift of Jesus that is a very huge statement because Jesus needed a mom. Your kids need a mom. And they may not be able to articulate at this season of their life that they are grateful, but I want to tell you, all of you who are doing the job, all of you have the title. You may be a mom, a stepmom, a grandma. You may be someone who is functioning in the capacity of a mom, a nurturer, a comforter. And all I can tell you is that there is great honor in that position. You know, I think as we walk through this, 
those who sacrifice for us deserve honor. And this is a very complex because there is a reason why we honor the men and women in our life. You know, we, we stand up and we honor our flag. We honor men of uniform. We honor armed forces. We honor people. Why do we sit in honor? Why do we honor a fireman, a policeman, a, an emergency service person? Why do we honor those people? Because they're, they're serving and they're sacrificing. And we're, we're, if, you, if, if you can watch the news, we're raising a culture that dishonors and we're raising a culture that, that almost feels like if you're not doing something for me right now, then I got no love for you. And we forget about, okay, what about all the things that I have done? And because of our culture, if I don't see you loving me this moment, I cannot love you at this moment. And that's a very hard place to be because... The, our society will have a hard time moving forward because we get to walk down streets we didn't protect. We, we get to live, and somebody's doing a job. You know, when your trash gets taken, come on, my, I, my son, if I can just get him to get the trash to the street, just get the trash out of the house and get it to the street because wherever it goes, I don't know. But, but someone picks that up. Someone processes that. Someone takes care of that. And we're in, in a culture that it has a hard time giving honor to different people. And I want to let you know that if someone has provided for you, if someone has paid the price for you, if someone has done, then, then even though your mom at this stage of your life may not acting may, may not be acting the way that you feel like is appropriate or may may not be dealing with family the way you feel like is appropriate you are still here and you were carried yeah. you were birthed there is something that they did in your past that has enabled you to and you you may be saying well you know what i can see that and some of you may be like oh i just have I just so many issues so many things you don't have just don't even know but, but here's what I can tell you. There's no perfect mom. Yeah. And we've got to be a body of believers that know how to give honor even when we don't feel like it. We honor the position. We honor what has been done. Because of our broken culture, our hearts has many, wa many, many walls. And we get disconnected. Moms have sacrificed on some level. And at the lowest level, you were born. And, and, and God wants us to lay down, come on, our pride and, and, and be able to go, I didn't get here by myself. And we have a culture that I did it myself. I got here by myself. I read myself. I, I went to college myself. I did everything. And while you may have done a lot, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taken away from all the things that you have done there were a lot of things that you didn't do yeah. that you did get some help along the way and you maybe picked up some issues but guess what you're I'm looking at faces of individuals who have the opportunity to be the very thing that God's called them to be yeah. And, and what, what more could you ask for in life than just the opportunity to do what you're called to do? Yeah. 
in Ephesians 6, verse 1 through 3. Ephesians chapter 6, 1 through 3. And we know this, every parent knows this. If you've grown up in church at all, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may dwell with you, it may go well with you, and you may live long on the earth. What hinders honor? If we were going to talk, I mean, obviously we're talking about moms today, but we could talk about our honor for uh, moms, our honor for dads, our honor for the Lord, our honor for our spouse, our honor for our kids. What hinders honor? I think probably the biggest thing that hinders honor is rejection. Rejection. You know, and I'm convinced that we we are producing a culture of dishonor. And um, as believers, I don't want to judge the world. I want to train us to be people who give honor. I want to train us to, to, to be the ones that, that, that it, it, do, do we live like, do we live how we feel? What, what, is, what is the difference between the world and Christianity? What is the difference? Well, obviously, let's break that down a little bit. Yes, we realize that we're jacked. We realize that we're messed up. We realize that we needed Jesus. We realize that we couldn't be good on our own merit and we needed a Savior. But part of being saved is then transitioning into serve. And so I don't serve my agenda or my feelings or my thought processes, but I serve the King who saved. That's, that's, that's the process. That's the equation. And so a lot of times we want to emphasize on the saving, but we never want to move toward the serving. And so now I live different. I, I, I get mad just like everybody. I get frustrated just like everybody. I have an opinion just like everybody. But I have to realize, come on, that that, that way of handling, God, is that the... Is that the best? Is that what my, 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 my savior, is that how my master, come on, let's, let's jump back to the 80s. Is that WWJD, is, is that how we would, I, maybe he wouldn't respond that way. Maybe he wouldn't act that way. And if not, what did that trigger in me that made me wanna go there? Because maybe God needs to touch that. Maybe God needs to work on that. Psalms 22, 23 says, You who fear the Lord, praise Him. All you descendants of Jacob, glorify Him and fear Him and all of your offsprings. In other words, we, we read in the Bible that it's not enough for you to praise Him, but once you have the revelation, you're to teach it to your children. So dads have to teach to honor their mother even if even if we're divorced. And it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Moms have to teach honoring dad even if, because here's the deal, it gets messy. And I grew up with my mom and my dad and I was in the middle and I was always having to pick sides. I remember all of that. But, but, but in all that, listen, it's very important that we do not bring down a position that God has instituted 
Because once we bring down the position of a president, once we bring down the position of law enforcement, once we bring down the position of a mom, once we bring down the position of a father, once we bring down these positions and make them common, then you have to do something for me to respect you. The position no longer is respectable. And one of the reasons that we have a hard time with honor in our culture is because we have made God common. We've made God common. Come on, we've heard things like, you know, I'm talking to the man upstairs. You know, Jesus, my homeboy. You know, Jesus, you know, he's, a, he, 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 you know, and we, and we talk to him as if he's our buddy. And I get that. I get that. It, if you've come to church and been in church any time, we came from, man, God is so awesome and holy. And it was like, can I have a personal relationship? Can I talk to him? Can he lead and guide me? What, what's that function? And so we kind of switched over to, yeah, I mean, Jesus is my, you know, what's up, kid? And it's like, well, okay, hold, maybe there is some differential. Maybe, maybe he's just not, maybe I, don't, maybe I just don't walk up and chest bump Jesus. Maybe I need to see him as the soon-to-return King of kings and Lord of lords, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, that when he comes, he will come with a sword of truth. And, 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 and he is the only righteous one. He is the only good one. And if we don't position him in that place of authority, then we make him our buddy and not our king. Yeah, there are times when, when I believe something's going on in your life and God will reach down with the power of the Holy Spirit and, and start to heal you and, and, and hold you and, and, and you, there's a broken moment in your life and, and God will do that. But, but I also, um, that chirping just to keep you, you know, involved in the service, it's kind of that, that metronome, that, you know, here's the thing, is, is, is we got to honor God. And, and so every position of honor for the rest of our relationships come from how we honor him. I honor him. And I submit to him. And because I honor him, I can honor my, my, my lateral relationships. My, I, because I'm vertically right, I can be laterally right. And so even if I disagree, even if I think you should be doing another way, even if I think sometimes you're crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think you just absolutely. Yeah. Son, that's your mom. That's your mom. And you, you may witness moments where we are talking through things. But you don't get to do that because you're underneath. You're not beside. You know what I'm saying? Son, just small things. The way, you know, my son, he just wants to come in and he wrestles and, you know what I'm saying, I just, I throw him down. That's what I do. But, but, but my, my, he comes in, and, but, but he just, sometimes he forgets and he just wants to wrestle mom. And I'm like, hey, boy. And I have to teach him how to deal with mom, come on, and our society has got to get, and I know it sounds old fashioned, I know it sounds like, we talked about honor and authority and 
That's so, like, outdated. But if we who are under authority don't teach authority, what will the next culture be like? Your, your children have to see you submit to something that at times you don't want to because you're submitted to something higher than you because that's how they learn authority. I want to say this, but I'm not. I want to act this way, but I'm not. I want to take that dish and I, I want to, come on, come on. I, I want to, I want to do, but I'm not. And so the kids learn, wow, they have some level of control. They, they don't do anything that would dishonor their king. And so we start to translate this back and it helps them provide how to do life. How to do life. And, and, and I know that, that, I mean, it would be so much more entertaining if, if I taught something else. And if you come back, I promise I will. But, um, but I just want to say this, that Isaiah 29, 13 says, And the Lord said, The people come to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts, come on, are far from me. Isaiah 29, 13. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to be a church that just assimilates people. I, I, I want people. I want all kinds. And, and, and one of our thoughts here is we want to have a shallow end and a deep end. And, 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 and we want to see anybody come in. But my goal is that we would train believers who don't just say good things and show up to good things, but we are under authority and we're under his authority. We're under his authority, where, where our hearts are not far from God. Our heart is not on more money or a bigger house or uh, 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 what we're going to eat. Come on, because food's amazing. Uh, uh, it, it, it's, not on, it's not on my career, my advancement. It's not on any other thing, but my heart is submitted to pleasing him. Living with honor. It's very hard for you to reproduce what you don't live under. And as believers, if you want, come on, we know that if you give, you will receive. And we usually we only talk about that with money. But come on, I want to give honor because I got a 16-year-old coming one day. <laughs> I want to give honor because I, one day, and so moms, you just put up with a lot of junk. Put up with a lot of mess. But here's what I want to tell you. Your position has been mandated by the Lord. Yeah. And nobody sees all the things that you do. And there is no way that you can be thanked for everything that you've done. There's no way. But I can tell you that God sees and that God knows and that he does care. Yes. And for those of you who maybe it's hard even for you to talk about family, maybe you could start today with just honoring the Lord. 
that God, I, I, I need to start with the most perfect one I know, and that's you. And God, right now, I just, I come under you. And maybe in time of knowing you, you'll change some of my perspective. perspective. You'll change the, my approach. You'll change this heaviness that I feel towards family. And so I just come under you and I submit to you today. Because I believe if you do, you will walk in freedom. Anybody who's under freedom, Nick, come on up. Anybody who's under, under authority, there is a freedom there. And way too many people are bound up. And so I, I want to pray uh, two things. I, I want to pray first for our moms. Um, because I, I, I'm just telling you, if you're, uh, if you're a mom, I already know there's a lot of times that we've talked that we had to make a decision that we ultimately didn't know the answer for. It's kind of, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but we did it with the best intention. And we did it with the best information we had. And um, we want to pray for your moms. And the second thing is if there is a strain on your relationships, then, then maybe instead of your mom calling you on the phone and saying, I'm sorry, Maybe you could just say, God, forgive me. God, forgive me whenever you're ready. You know, God, forgive me for being critical. God, forgive me for looking at all the things that should have happened. God, forgive me for putting them in this box and, 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 and maybe devaluing who they are because they didn't do it like other moms. Because here's we all, none of us can do it. Thanks for listening. To see what's happening at the house, follow us on social media at the house underscore NWA.